Hello, my name is Kim Bigas Bazart. I'm an artist working with choreography, uh, documentation practices. And basically my work is very busy with the idea of place and what constitutes a place. And that whole work around what constitutes a place or what constitutes a person uh, has brought me to expand or to look around or to be curious with archives, database, pictures, documentation, libraries, um, places that has knowledge in a way, or what is supposed to be knowledge, there, like uh, shaking, uh, asking for your attention in a way. And my work has been very having different approaches and, and I also put myself a bit on the question of what is a body. And sometimes the bodies that I work with, they are not necessarily, uh, let's call it human bodies, but they could be like documents or they could be pieces of paper. And I consider an archive a body or I consider a video a body. And then with the questions that I have, within my work, I work with those bodies. Lately, I have been very interested on the idea of the storyteller. So what happens if what we do is to tell what we saw or of what we do is that we tell what we've seen with movement, with our bodies? And maybe just to finish with this little presentation, um, just to tell that I also, my role as facilitator, my role as artist working with choreography also gives me the space to work with other people and to, and to try to understand the way some people wants to work or wants to articulate their work. So I really like to also follow process of other people. And maybe, yeah, just to say that I work at the Danish School of Performing Arts as a lecturer, am I a lecturer? <laughs> uh, I'm as a lecturer on choreography, and part of my models are also related to documentation and publication. And I'm very glad to be here with Can Bedel. Can Bedel? Did I pronounce that properly? Can Bedel, that's fine. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I'm so happy that you're here and that we can spend this time together. Thank you, Kim. And hello, uh, and uh, yes, I'm Karen Vidal. I'm a dancer choreographer turned academic. And that turn came about when I was sitting with a knee injury in my dancing career, sort of grounded for half a year. And the study of dance, dancing's aesthetic and history was starting up. And I was struck by the fact that, there, that the history of dance in Denmark was all about the classical, the Bonneville Ballet, the classical ballet, and a little bit about contemporary dance uh, outside, but very, very, very little. And everywhere else that had, there had been dance, but there was no recollection of dance or no public recollection of dancing in Denmark that was present at that time. And now we're talking back in 1989. 
So that sort of got me going and uh, looking into how can I mirror myself in the past here? Is it only in Germany and Sweden or why? Of course, there's something in Denmark. So looking and finding older dancers and starting to speak with them, I became aware of a lot of uh, stories that were out there that I cherished. Um, so that became part of my, it became my MA thesis actually was on a f the first female choreographer of the Royal Danish Theatre. You should always be careful saying the first something. But a female choreographer at the Royal Danish Theatre who was working there around in the beginning uh, decades of the 1900s. Um, I found actually a small uh, announcement of hers from a newspaper where she says she's She's um, teaching in, in five different places and five different styles and traditions in Copenhagen. And I was like, oh, this is my life. You know, <laughs> I could, I don't know if she was on bicycle, but I could see her biking around with her, you know, stuff in her, in her back and, and, and teaching in this gym and that gym and that school. So she became a, a starting point and all of the activities that she did. Um, and then talking to students of her, identifying students of hers, talking to them, those who were still alive, uh, became a very um, sort of a, an interest of mine for, for some years. And I pursued that also in my, my PhD. So now I'm actually an associate professor at the um, section for theater and performance studies at uh, the Department of Arts and Cultural Studies at Copenhagen University. And I've been there since, I don't know, 2012, when I came back after having done a postdoc in, in Finland, where I was working on site specificity, because I think that play, the notion of place and body and place is also a very um, big interest of mine and the notion of, of place as a carrier uh, of, of, uh, of memory and also of, of, of knowledge um, and traces of, of the past that can be activated physically is something that I've pursued in my research, which otherwise also looks at contemporary articulations of dance and whatnot. So, yeah. Well, the reason why we're here is to have a conversation around the, the worship that I facilitated within Danish Dance Stories. It was a worship in Aarhus. Uh, it took place in June 2021. And, um, and this worship tried to um, work from the previous work they've done during this edition of Danish Dance Stories that took place in Roskilde, Odense and Aarhus. And this whole thing started by uh, an email from Carolina Backman, Andrea Deres, and Sina Fransen to have a conversation around the possibility of me facilitating something within this frame. And I knew Andrea Deres and Carolina Backman before because they are members of Fan Club, which we collaborated before in a project together. And I met with Carolina for a walk, just to think about what could happen <laughs> in the in this process, we had a very long talk. It was a, a talk around two hours and a half that I think she recorded and sent it to her colleagues. And then after that, we, we kind of came up with the idea of using the material they already have, which consists of different maps for each location in every map. There is like titles, what they call it titles, they call it tags. And then they also have pictures of objects that are related to each participant that was there. And every object kind of constitutes something of their story. And the idea that we came up with was to kind of do a displacement of all these maps into a space. 
and and the workshop was very much about putting all these three maps together in the same space and then within that movement within that physical activity um, to kind of trigger an encounter between the people that were there and also between the things that are that already happened and also uh, to use our bodies also like as kind of like carriers also and not just as constitutive of a story but also like carriers of another story of another words of another ideas and how that idea of caring also and putting things together also unfolds a totally different understanding of what you have and what you come from and the place you can be sharing together so that that was kind of the first impulse on this encounter with this amazing group of people that we actually spend a lot of time placing uh, all these tags and all these titles and all these objects and then opening relations and opening uh, conversations and deviations and thoughts around it. Yeah, I think that could be a good way of trying to explain a little bit what how we started and what we were doing. And uh, Karen, you were there and it was very nice that you were one of the buddies in that space. So I would be curious to hear from you, um, yeah, about what happened and the resonance after all this time. Well, I recall that it was it was um, sort of uh, an expansion of the work. It expanded in all directions at the same time as it became, it was uh, also very centered in, in our own physicalities. We started out with uh, talking about scars, which is a very sort of significant sign uh, in the body of one's past. So talking about one's scars was a way of, of introducing ourselves anew and also introducing ourselves to you sort of that those embodied reflections and resonances of our past lives. Some of them had to do with dance, some of them had to do with accidents or with just life in general. So in that way, working from that circle in a group of people who had been spending the week together and then working into the physical space, the much larger scale, we would transfer the maps from each of these three workshops into the bigger scale, which was very interesting because, as you say, it was not necessarily the same group. It was There were only the, the facilitators and one or two people who had been in work, some of the previous workshops. So sort of making our translations in a physical manner into the physical space of, uh, of the studio, of what had been rendered as mappings of past dance, and of dance past, present and future, basically, because there was also some projections in it, was was quite was quite um, tangible. It became very tangible in a way. Uh, we had the we had objects um, that we were working with that had been gathered. We had words. We had the tags. And new stories were created in the space. So in that sense, as you say, we inhabited. We inhabited the project of Danske Danse Historia anew with, with that group. It was also a very significant moment for me when, when in the end we had been creating connections through the different uh, and passages, through the different objects and connecting different concepts and ideas. And everything was gathered together, sort of cleaned together. There was tape, there was objects, there was plastic that was came together in a big pile. And we shoved it aside and started talking. And then all of a sudden, Andrea got up and 
picked up this bundle of, of, of memories and, and recollections and brought them back and said, what, what, this, this, is, this was missing in, in our space, that we somehow had a relationship with what had been uh, discussed and what had been presented there. So I thought that was another level of the tangible, uh, yeah, tangibility of, of, uh, of what we were working with. Um, yeah, it was a culmination in many ways, uh, and there were very s- strong threats even back to 2018, how the Danske Danske Historia had presented the work there. And for me in that process, there were also, I was very happy to revisit some of the scores uh, and to and to see them develop and to understand how my own physicality how my own i how i would uh, understand them at a different in a different way the second and the third time that we would do for example the the uh, triadic exercise with the archaeologist the observer and the and the interviewer so i thought that that there was something there that was um that grew there's something about the time and the the yeah, the continuation of this project that became very important. Yeah, and somehow you managed to come in and and tap into that uh, in a very interesting way uh, with your understanding of how to work with with uh, the objects and the and the words and the physicality in space. So it was very much a spatial uh, layout that I thought was interesting, and the transitioning from the micro scale of the of the body to the macro scale of the of the space, hmm. yeah, and the way it's set, it set uh, the dancers in in into interact. So the relationality that was proposed also uh, with with your work. I wonder if you could talk more more about that relationality because I thought that was uh, quite strong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can try. It's so nice to hear like the the experience of other people. You know, like it's it's always so revealing. It gives so much perspective. And I think it's very good, like to to create platforms where to share experience as something that constitutes us, no? Like, and something that it's still finding its place in the moment in which we are. And I will answer relationality very soon. But I something about direction, something mm-hmm. about um, disposition, which is something that we also brought up in the workshop that. The way things are placed hmm. also um, kind of like brings as a consequence a relation, hmm. a thought, um, brings as a, as a consequence an experience, brings as a consequence a movement hmm. that is not even necessarily like rational, hmm. but there is something about that idea of disposition hmm. and how the the disposition or the way things are in place allows us to encounter or allows us to talk to each other or allows us to deviate or allows us to feel entitled or feel with the permission to. And I think there is something on that idea that I am particularly drawn to very often on the idea of caring Mm. and what that caring generates to the place in which you are and what kind of relations does it does it open? Does it unfold? And when I mean relations, I don't mean like just the idea of like, I look into your eyes and we talk, but more like about the idea that many things are happening in the moment that I am there. Mm. So it's not just like what happens to you, it's also the many other things that are happening around you that you're not part of, and that's okay. Like, I guess there is also something 
to bring that idea of relation as something that is happening, not just through you, but by the space that you open to others. Mm. And I and I think there is something that I am, yeah, that I'm inclined often on mm. that idea of giving giving place, mm. um, allowing that place mm. uh, to happen, mm. not just for me, but also for what could happen mm. uh, somewhere else or in another moment or like whatever. Mm. So. Yeah, like that idea of mediation comes back again mm. to me quite. Mm. My own experience with this comes from my work with with archives, with uh, and documentation in terms of an interest in dance history and some and histories and stories that have not been written that I've been working with in my PhD. And as part of that format, I would contact older dancers or old. I mean, between seventy five and eighty, ninety years old whose history had never and stories had never been told in a in a public manner uh, and one way to do this that i'm reminded of in terms of what you talk about as relations um, in this aspect would be to sit and look at scrapbooks and scrapbooks that could have everything from tickets to a certain concert that had meant something to uh, performance scores to uh, programs to photos uh, to um Uh, tickets from touring a performance uh, in in France in 1930s or something like that. So um, looking at these at these scrapbooks with with the dancers um, first one on one and then later also in a more public space was very interesting because there was something about their recalling collaborations, their recalling of, of uh, even down to movement that was uh, quite touching because it was as if it was something that had not been revisited for a long time. And some of them would even tell me that they had never shared this uh, with, with, with family or anyone had been, no one had been interested in it. So the, the format where it came out that reminded me of what, is, what has been going on also in the workshop Um, in Aarhus is where we bring together the dancers and share some of these images and share some of these stories on a screen and then talk about it and it and, and it generated a lot of discussion and people sharing across uh, across um, um, other relations um, helping each other remember or uh, it, it, taking off from there into other stories so so there was something there about the relations um, that i found quite moving when when looking back to danish dance history mm. and this was also facilitating a space for that kind of recollection Um, I'm interested also in your personal artistic work with um, documentation. Could you talk a bit about that? I would be curious to, yeah. if you could <laughs> say something yeah. uh, um, about how you work with that. There was, yeah. When when I was uh, listening to you, can I have this question in the in the back of my mind also? Like, I'm trying to understand how interested I am of history, for example, or stories. Mm or archives with the work that I'm doing. Because so far what constitutes the work is not the content. Mm. It's not the story in itself. Mm. It's not the archive in itself. Mm. It's a little bit the implications or the movements that are around that. The conditions that open the possibility for that to happen. So in a way, like most of the time in, in my work, I am not 
necessarily go into someone mm -hmm. and ask them for their story or I'm not necessarily going to to a place that is abandoned and thinking that could be an archive and I should be the one making the archive. My obsession is a bit about what is around and what constitutes this kind of ideas, what mm -hmm. constitutes this idea of, of a story or mm -hmm. a, of a history and how attached they are to many different ways of social, political, but also like technological, mm. <laughs> like, like we are now. Mm. <laughs> um, so in a way, like, I guess what what also happens to me is that I I have a lot of questions about what is that trace that people has in their bodies or that documents or buildings or yeah any kind of tangible or untangible place has traces. Mm. Um, so what kind of space they are opening now? Like mm. what what kind of portal do they become mm. in a way? No? Mm. Like, and in a way, like what, what has happened to me during my process also like working with archives that are abandoned and watching the, the, the pieces that are there. I have not been so obsessed with the idea of like kind of like history or giving boys or like or kind of like going to this idea of like no these people are not visible they should have their voice like this is this is not the way I have approached the work so far it's very great to hear about a process for example that brings for example elderly people to share their experiences mm -hmm. and how that uh, in a way allows them to tell a story mm -hmm. it kind of like makes them accountable mm -hmm. And I think to make people accountable is very important. Like, it's really like, and also like, who do we want to make accountable is always super relevant for me as a question mm -hmm. for dance and archives and like. On the other side, um, I also realized that I am not necessarily interested on stories or history or archives. I have found myself very much obsessed with the implications around those things. Mm. Like what kind of movements and other movements and other, other, other movements those things generate, open, uh, allowed. Um, and I guess uh, with, with the work I have been doing for many years, my point of departure had often been to work with what is already there. Mm. And at the beginning, to work with what is already there brought me to a lot of ideas of object and and perception and and then I realized that by also acknowledging the place I am, of course, like a whole political things open up, a whole idea of functions, and again the idea of disposition also takes place and blah 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 blah. But then as I kept going with what is already there, I came up with absence, mm. or I came up with my experience, mm. what I know, mm. or I came back to, yeah, like what is what is here, no? Like, so how do we talk about a present, no? And then that whole idea of how to talk about the present also brought me back to archive and documentation process and to, and to understand that they always become something that mediates the place in which I am now mm. and not only mediating the past. Mm. So there is always this kind of like back and forth 
that then on this back and forth that maybe spins very, very, very fast, it goes to many different directions. No? Like, mm-hmm. And I guess uh, my work with this, what is already here, uh, brings uh, an interest to reformulation mm. um, in a way, or this idea of disposition. So how, by going back to this and putting it back somewhere, like by having this displacement, what kind of choreographic movement could take place on it? Mm. And I talk about choreography as a possibility. Mm. I don't give choreography for, for granted. Mm. To me, choreography is a, is a possibility, something that could happen, mm. but I don't own it. Mm. I am not making choreography. Mm. Choreography is something that mm. might be there. Mm-hmm. the same as art or you know like could be there mm-hmm. <laughs> and my hope is that it is there mm-hmm. and that's what moves my work the hope that choreography could be there not necessarily the, the entitlement or the self-assurance that I do choreography um, and I and I put that into brackets because that idea of possibility of what choreography could happen here or what kind of movement, movement is taking place here it's my motor most of the time. Mm. Like, how do I attend to this movement and give space to mm. this movement, mm. a way of my role as a mm. center? So how can I mediate, channel, mm. facilitate mm. those spaces? Mm. Then in a way they create something sensible, a bit mm. intangible, but yet tangible. Like mm. It, mm. it plays a bit into both. Mm. And I guess going back to the worship or going back to mm. things I've done, there is always this going back to things that are already there so so that we can also be responsible again of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So because also like I feel like in we document a lot, mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily work with documentation. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't we don't activate ourselves mm-hmm. through what we mm-hmm. document, mm-hmm. which is document. Mm-hmm. And to look back at the document mm-hmm. to me is always a very important movement mm. because because that's what also like unfolds or expands mm. what it could be mm. or or what I want it to be. Mm. <laughs> mm. It or also it redefines intentions, possibilities or yeah, mm. like mm. yeah. Um something like that. Mm. Um I, I also think a lot of the metaphor of like the message mm. in a bottle. Yeah. That you put it there and then like goes across the sea and then somebody picks it up maybe <laughs> someone will pick it up like, yeah yeah to me archives are important on that sense of eco chamber like, yeah. e- like that's kind of like message in a bottle that goes yeah. like yeah you don't know where it goes you don't hear where it lands yeah it's not yours anymore no you become part of an end like yeah. the to me like physical archives they bring they they destroy authorship yeah in a way that I find extremely important. Yeah. yeah. Like they 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 destroy they they can resignify something through time in a totally different way than if we just deal with the now. Mm. But I think I for me the, the 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 notion of history has also changed because I have basically also uh, not been interested in sort of fixing a history or uh, filling in a history but uh, but to say that i know there's lived life there's uh, there's matter there's uh, experience there's memory that i would like to approach 
and how can I how can I create spaces for that to uh, or support spaces for that to 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 um, to have to have a presence, um, not necessarily as as a voice, but as uh, as a presence, as something that uh, is is um, yeah has has substance in the present. Uh, um, so I think that that's 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 um, that speaks to me with 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 your project also, and it's it's in a way it's a it's a critique of of of, of uh, the discipline of history that is that is not it's not my invention it's 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 out there it's something that's uh, that's practiced and I think there's uh, that the notion of of the role of the archive in, in that is is very is a key. And the notion of, uh, and I think that that's what's very interesting about this project is that is the engagement of artists with that notion from a, from an artistic perspective, from an aesthetic perspective, aesthetic as in as understood as something that is performative, something that uh, generates uh, maybe new dispositions, maybe new possibilities. It produces something. When you engage uh, aesthetically with memory, <laughs> with documents, with something, and it's not to be fixed, but it's something that keeps it alive, keeps it uh, keeps it vibrant, not as an entity, but as matter, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Maybe I want to add like the importance of also like remember that we are artists, like we are not archivists, we are not mm. uh, philosophers, we are not writers, we. We can work with speculation. Mm. We can we can work. We can lie. We can we can do many things. You know, like it, the possibility of of what we are tending to and how this can still move is multiple because the frame in which we move is quite flexible. Uh, understood also in terms of dance and choreography. You know, like the the notions of choreography had expanded so much that you could say that. Many things could be choreography now. Like it just, it just, um, yeah. Looking at it as choreography, or looking at it as um, archive, or looking at it as something. You know, like, and there is something about that that pronouns also that Andre also used. Not body as archive. Mm. Um, that this as this 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 idea of um, putting in relation into something else mm. and to understand those gaps and to understand the meetings that are there mm. is so like it's so useful for me mm. as a as as a person that also within the abstraction needs some concreteness mm. and i like to and i like to play that game and mm. i also like to apply the the what if question the mm. conditional question mm. the, the 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 question of possibility mm. and i remember like for example i also find interesting that to put the question like, what if the Danish Dan stories is what you have? What do you have? You know, like, and then you you try like, so if Danish Dan stories is what we have, Danish Dan stories are this and this and this and this and this and that and that and that and that and that. And I like that idea of moving towards um, the possibility of if or mm. the conditional mm. uh, in order to approach aesthetics, imagination, other realities, other dispositions, mm. like mm. that that idea of possibility and unfolding mm. to me is what it was anchors 
what mm. I do as mm. well. Mm. Like I, and to me, that's also very important. It's mm. like, I, I'm less interested to ask if things are or are not archive or are not dance or are not choreography, but more like if they are choreography, what kind of choreography is here? Mm. Or if this is an archive, what kind of archive is here? And then you can you can start like even like speculating about the idea that an architecture is an archive mm. on the way it's disposed and on the way and the uses its places and the traces it brings is like it's already an archive. Mm. But it's not recognized as an archive, but we can use we can use the architecture as archive mm. as well as we, if we want to. Mm. And I and I like that possibility of mm. always unfolding. I think it's what keeps the certain ideas in continuous but also still is like opening up mm. and I don't know if expanding is the right word because it's not my favorite word but opening up mm. the possibilities of our crafts what we do the way we do things the way we want to, to relate to things the way we want to meet people and and to me that's the importance of what I do mm. also that that idea of um, yeah the, this conditional mm. Uh, mm which is super important.